You're listening to Borderline Idealists. Join us every other Sunday for new episodes where we focus on anxiety, depression, and BPD. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and our Patreon link to support us. Together, we can give a voice to those who suffer from mental illness and tear down mental health stigma. If you're a longtime listener of the show or someone that cares about mental health outreach, we need your support. Right now, donate $5 and receive $5 free if you're a first-time user of the Cash App. Our handle is Molina Young. Cash App is a preferred method of receiving donations since it lets us keep 100% of what you send us without the outrageous transaction fees. For detailed directions, visit borderlineidealist.com forward slash give and get. Thanks, Chris. We've also started offering one-on-one peer support and DBT training. The first session is free and only $40 a month with up to four sessions per month and open access to us via email. Our consulting service is not just for mental health either. If you're interested in podcasting yourself, we can assist you in getting your podcasts off the ground, finding your niche, podcast management, and mentorship. Interested in being a mental health advocate? We are offering internships like social media marketing for the podcast. For more info on all of these topics we've mentioned, please go to borderlineidealist.com. And thanks once again. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Borderline Idealist. This is Chris. And this is AJ. And we'd like to welcome you back. Um, It's been a little while since we've last spoke to you all. No, we don't. We went, huh? No, we're here all the time. Oh, yes. I'm here all the time. (laughs) It, oh, but it I, has been a while since we posted in the episode. Oh yeah, I just sit here with the the mic on and kind of oh, kind of talk. But you just pretend to do an episode. I'm glad you decided to turn it on finally. You know, we're <laughs> we're supposed to be doing this every two weeks. Yes, and it seems like that. it seems like we never can find the time to um, <laughs> do certain things. It's not just the podcast. I know that Chris has things that he wants to do, like clean the house or. <laughs> or fix the house. Organize. Or... <laughs> updates. Maintenance. Yeah, all that fun stuff. And I have stuff that I want to do. You know, I want to... Um, well, I'm sure Chris would love me to say this, but clean clean the house. You know, put, <laughs> make that a real regular thing. Um, or uh, work in my, my writing. Or my, my espanol. <laughs> you know my spanish i mean i know so many spanish words and i get so mad at myself because i'm not uh being as diligent as i want to and i've downloaded duolingo you know the the app and it reminds me every day and i'll get on it and sometimes like 10 days i have a 10 day streak and then you know i just kind of fall off mm-hmm. and it makes me wonder if procrastination is a bpd um symptom. thing yes yeah, symptom but is that <laughs> Well, it's not, it's not a symptom, but it's, it is kind of a trait mm-hmm. of, of A lot BPD. of people with BPD fall into and, that. And not even just, not just BPD, it's just some, I, I mean, because you don't have BPD, Chris, but... And I do procrastinate sometimes. But, you know, you're able to go to work and you anticipate that because mm-hmm. it's a part of your, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's a part of your, oh, we have hissing cats, I'm so sorry. A part of your schedule and mm-hmm. your structure. Right. And that's actually the topic that we want to discuss today. We've, we've been sort of been kind of introspective and we've talked about this throughout uh, since our last 
formal conversation with you all is um, structure and BPD and how what are all the benefits that come with it and so I think that's one of the things that we've been struggling with and why we haven't been able to accomplish our goals it's because we've been lacking structure like for me personally I've mentioned to you how I feel unproductive I feel like I'm not accomplishing my goals I feel like I'm not moving forward in my goals or in my life and so then that gets me depressed and that makes me feel bad and then mm. that it just roll on uh, it's a snowball effect because because I feel bad then I don't want to feel like doing anything yeah. else and I think it's similar to you well yeah I think because of my BPD my motivation is tied uh, to my feelings mm-hmm. um, and you know, I get <laughs> I, I get motivated about certain things. Like right now, I'm making wreaths, so I'm I'm really motivated about doing that. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll even tell Chris, you know, I'm I'm motivated about this, so I just want to keep on it because I know that that motivation is just going to disappear one day, and I'm just going to be like, oh my god, why am I doing this? <laughs> you know, whenever I start anything artistic, you know, or creative, which I I love, in and I. You know, I love writing. I really want to publish a book, a short story, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 procrastination and then also fear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there's even a fear of of the unknown. Yeah, I think of the unknown. Yeah, um, because there's a fear of just having a schedule, right? Like. We talked about developing good habits last week. Mm-hmm. Chris and I were talking about that. And so we talked about we were uh, going to go for a walk every morning mm-hmm. at like, was it 7 or something? 7 yes, a.m.? Seven. Yes. And so I actually got together and I said, you know, this is a good idea. I do need structure. You know, there's so many things that I want to do. <laughs> and I just, you know, I just latch on to one thing because I'm like, okay, I'm motivated to do this right now. And I don't know when it's going to go. Um, and... You know, with BPD, if you don't have any structure, it leaves you a lot of time to dwell on your your feelings and the things that you don't have. And what, you know, I'll, and I, I told Chris that too before, like I need to, you know, Keep remain busy. busy or I'm going to remember how depressed I am. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm always depressed, but I'll start thinking, you know, oh my God, I don't have a job. Oh my God, I'm not making enough money. Oh my God, I'm not doing enough stuff. Oh my gosh, I'm just taking enough time. Oh my God, what am I doing here? You know, just, just stuff. Snow and I'll start balls. beating up yeah. myself and not not improving myself, yep. you know, which is very important. But so, yeah, last week we talked about that and I made an entire schedule for hour by hour what I would do from 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. to 5 p.m. Yes. Yeah, and I had it scheduled everything, but I just I and could not <laughs> I could not find the motivation <laughs> to put this plan of motivation into work. Like and and I really felt scared I get because mm-hmm. I was talking to you, you about did. it. I that's, said, "Chris, I want to do this. What the fuck?" That's the first, <laughs> Why can't and, That's the first thing that you talked that and you, you were said walking all week. When we when we were talking about it, and I mentioned it, I was like, "What happened?" And you said you were scared, and I was like, "What?" Do you, well, you said, "You know, I'm scared of structure and routine because I may not be able to always do it." And one thing that we sort of discussed too was that we we are creatures of structure and routine. There are certain things we are already in a routine. You know, you being um, waking up late, you going to sleep late, waking up late. Um, 
you know, the time doing you eat, uh, all these things, those become routines after you do them so long. So in an essence, you know, you're already doing routines. It's just not the best for ourselves and most conductive for ourselves. Well, see, that I, the, the reason why I don't like the structure idea is when I think about it, it feels like it's taking away my free will. Like mm-hmm. when I... When I want to do something, that's what I want to do. And that's why I get a little agitated when, you know, I'm working on something and I'm, I'm into it. And Chris is like, hey, can you go wash the dishes? And, you know, I, I just kind of get up and I start doing it. And Chris is like, oh, you don't have to do it right now. I'm like, no, no, let me just go and get it out of the way. You know, just <laughs> because I, it feels like my motivation is so selective or, or something. And, um, yeah, there's a, there's a fear and... Uh, it just, it just, it makes me feel, it makes me feel sad and it kind of, it, it, it definitely hurts my self-worth and just spending all that time thinking, wait, Chris is getting up every morning to go walking. Why am I not going with him? Oh, because <laughs> I want to stay up late at night. Well, maybe tomorrow I'll try, but no, I don't want somebody to tell me what to do. I want to be able to stay up late at night if I want to. I mean, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's a BPD thing too, staying well, up late at night. And I know it's <laughs> another thing that I've mentioned to you when you've talked about, you know, what, what you want to do and you say, you, you know, you said, well, I like staying up late because I feel I can work, you know, if I stay up late and you know, my response to you was, well, you could do everything that you're doing at night, you can do during the day. Well, it's not, it's not just that. It, I, I believe I like staying up at night because I like being alone. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like that. That's that. part of being isolationist, being an isolationist. I suppose so. And that also can be a detriment, right? Can, can we agree on that? Um, we'll continue. Where are you going with that? <laughs> I, I you know, I've made it this far. Now, what are you talking about? Well, okay. <laughs> well, it takes you... What it does do, I, I've noticed, is it invests with your sleep pattern. So that when I do want to go to sleep early, it just becomes really difficult. And mm-hmm. now I'm trying to get back on going to sleep at 12 or 11. And I don't want to take any sleep aids or any sleep medicine. Um but it just causes anxiety when I'm just laying in my bed. I'm like, I hope I go to sleep. I hope I go to sleep. I'm going to go to sleep, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. Um, yeah, but, you know, I I do recognize being on a schedule and developing good habits will keep me productive and keep me doing things and may not always stay the same. But um, I... I was telling you about the, um, this. I got this idea because I was reading this article about habits, mm-hmm. and this um, the writer um, he said that people always believe that he's motivated, and they're always like, "Oh gosh, you're so motivated, you can do all these things." Um, but it's because he just has a he, he's developed these habits. Like he gets up and he walks, and then at this time he starts writing, and then at this time he does his poetry, and at this time he starts studying this, and at this time he eats, and then at this time. And because he does it every day, he just, he says that he doesn't need an alarm clock to get up anymore at 5 Mm -hmm. a.m. He just does. And when he wants to write or something, it's like his mind is just automatically just goes there and is ready. Mm -hmm. And you were saying something like that too, Chris, that you started waking up. um, Before my alarm. Yeah, earlier um, before your alarm and that walking just, it it just seemed kind of uh, normal. I think you're jogging now, but I think you learned your lesson. You're back to walking, right? No. <laughs> You're like, ouch, 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 ouch. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I need a, a sh- one of those Dr. Scholl's um, 
pads. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I say yen. That's, that's what I've been. Dedu- <laughs> I've been deducing why uh, my shins hurt so much. Mm-hmm. But it, anyways, getting that, back to the structural mm-hmm. part, um, you know, yes, yeah, so we were talking about how all the benefits of having the structure, and one of the things that I sort of was reading as well was that when people with people with borderline traits, um, it can be especially comforting uh, to have structure because it provides also a sense of um, purpose and belonging, mm-hmm. right? So, and that's sort of one of those things that we've discussed before as well, where you, when you have a goal and you meet it, you feel good about it, right? Yeah. And so when you have small goals throughout the day and you meet them, it kind of it snowballs effect, it, the snowball effect, but in a positive way where you're meeting goals and you're ex- you're exceeding your expectations. You're like, yeah, I got this. And so you push yourself to go yeah. further. I sort of had like how I did it with my walking. I started, I wanted to start walk running, but I was like, no, let me just not push myself. It's there. always about you. <laughs> so I started with walking and then at the, by the third day, I was like, okay, I can push myself a little more. And so it's the same, it's the same traits with the physical aspects of things as we are with your mental things. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the the other thing that I've mentioned to you when you express concern about having too much structure and not being able to do what you want, it's kind of like, I feel like structure is not meant to be written in stone, you know? So for example, this week we had an appraisal coming and I had a, I had a very busy day planned ahead of myself. So I said, you know what, today I'm just not going to exercise. I'm going to skip my exercise, um, help with organizing the house and make it look the most presentable and you know do these other things I, I needed to see that's what i'm talking about see you can't always stay in schedule so what's the point see you're already no, out but of it. i did no, i did no. wake up at six still but, but, okay, okay if but i didn't have that schedule it would have been a lot harder to wake up at six that morning i think okay right can we agree on that <laughs> you so, try and look on the, the sunny side okay <laughs> so it you know you, you have to be flexible and i think that's with all two mm-hmm. structures all structures it can't be too rigid because it can become impossible for borderlines, right? And you need some loose time for to your thoughts appointments, and feelings. Like you, you know, you will have doctor's appointments, dentist appointments. Things may pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. That was just really something that was put in my head. I, I think just by me resisting um, having some kind of structure. Just like mm-hmm. I, well, it's not always going to be the same. So what, what's the point? I mean, well, duh. Yeah, it's not going to all, you know, <laughs> but it starts putting that into motion. So, I mean, I want to be one of those people that looks motivated and, and is writing and it's like, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and I hear that a lot um, from, I mean, people with BPD and not just the procrastination. I want to do it. I just don't know what's stopping me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that we all know the answer is to just do it. We just if you just go out and do it, you know, there, nothing special is going to happen. That's going to be like, oh, you know what? Now I really should. Right. You know, there's you, not a spark that's going to that you need to be waiting for. Well, I, yeah, like I, I did write out my schedule and I did intend to do it, but then I think I was just, yeah, relying on on the spark. I was like, well, it just hasn't sparked yet. So, right. <laughs> so I can understand. I can understand. You know, even having the intention to do something, but you're how you feel about the situation or, or what your your fear of the future is kind of holding you back. But, you know, that was last week. And I think because I saw Chris do it and, and also because I, it really is something that I want it, I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try so to do saying, it this week. 
again. You're saying and I, that I motivated you? Well, I think I was the one that oh. read the, the article on habits, okay? And then I was the one that came my own schedule, and I said I was going to walk. And I said, Chris, I'm going to walk Oh, I'm now. sorry, not motivated. Inspired you? Is that I inspired you. you. And, I, you and have, then because I actually hold, followed through hold on, guys, hold on, it. hold on. Um, no, no, no. Wait, Chris, you wouldn't have started this walking oh, really? if it wasn't for me. Mm, I said, Chris, I'm going to start walking. And if yeah. you don't, and you, yeah, I was like, you better wake up. But if you don't want to wake up, I'm going without you, okay? Yes. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing this. And then this is the real. next day, I was, you so woke I said, up and got up without I me. I set up my alarm at six. And I was like, okay. And I, I remember going to sleep and I was like, okay, Hosh. We're waking up at six. Remember, like, see you then. Like, yeah, you better. I'm gonna walk without you. I was like, okay. So then the next day, I did wake up, and you didn't want to get up. And I actually thought to myself, I was like, oh, what's the point? Let me just, you know, go back to sleep. But some, and I can't identify. But it's just something was like, no, let's we're up. But let's just do it. Let's just do it for today. And then maybe tomorrow he'll be up for it. Yeah, and I think you have to be like that because if you remember, we tried this before we were like we're gonna exercise yes. every morning and we did it one morning we exercised and we were like yeah oh my god we hurt so much and, but the next morning it just went back to whatever no that was you i stayed <laughs> well, on that uh, for okay a, so for how a, long for a week oh for okay so, so you just so it's like how you just ran you're just gonna ran, run for a week and then no, you're done well okay so, the, so I you just, have more conviction i basically. just completed my week so i'm at least one day into my from my previous <laughs> so it's better but um <clears throat> One thing, one of the other things that I also learned or reading was how this other person sort of gave an analogy about structure, and so he he described it as structure being like or they. I'm sorry, I don't, don't want to assume sex is here, but um, they they um, looked at it like structure. They looked at it like a thermostat in the BPD's life, mm. and what he said what what they said was. It's a form of keeping the emotions regulated because everyday life isn't as overwhelming with structure. If you've got a structured agenda and a great deal more can get accomplished. So, I, you know, when we discussed about it, it was, I think my sort of thinking about it was that, you know, sometimes you have bad days. And if you have a structure set and, and if you're keeping with it, when you have those bad days, you can say, you know what, tomorrow is going to be a different day. It's going to be new. It's going to be better. You know, th- today's bad day does not represent everything. It is not, does not mean that tomorrow is going to be even worse. Hmm. So I think getting in that mentality of there's a progression, there's life continues. I'm going to have another day um, to make things better. It can help with these hard days, especially with someone mm-hmm. who deals with emotions that are very intense. So of course, when you have a bad day, you know, it can become overwhelming and it can blind you into thinking of you know, the black and white thinking of saying, well, today's was sucky, so why even bother with tomorrow? Yeah, and just get caught in a, a pit of depression. Mm-hmm. But this, this reminds me of something that my psychologist would tell me um, when I started DBT, that I should pick uh like two or three activities you remember like i would mm-hmm. i would drink tea in the morning and uh exercise and sort of to put i, I think what she said like put put something in my bank mm-hmm. so that you know if something bad was to happen mm-hmm. then i can i guess kind of cash some of that but you know i still have a little bit of you know i i think it's sort of like saying hey i did this day i did this day i did this day and i tried to do this 
and this happened or whatever but you know i can still look at you know all these this other stuff that i did mm-hmm. you know and it doesn't feel like everything is when when something bad happens that was that was it that was the entire day mm-hmm. you know yeah so i just thought that was very interesting so I, the schedule for me would be you know putting putting things into action that i that i've always wanted to but find so difficult to and mm-hmm. that, that makes me so mad that i find it so difficult but you know i'm hoping that if i can just just do it then it will become easier and yes. also that's why this week i'm going to be recording myself throughout my my schedule Wait, you're going to hold yourself accountable well yeah but you know everyone's not perfect so i may <laughs> i may just you know be like hey hey guys monday tired can't do it <laughs> <You know? laughs> tuesday still trying you know and so you know we can't all be perfect okay but yeah, I, well <laughs> i'm just right right, I, right right okay so i did want to preface <laughs> I, i'm actually i'm glad you said that because i did want to preface in saying that it's okay to fail mm-hmm, so as long mm-hmm. as we keep trying to improve ourselves right mm-hmm. like you know, we both felt really horrible about missing two weeks of these podcasts. And for one reason or another, something came up at the last minute where we couldn't record. We were set up, you know, ready to record. Something came up. Um, so it's it's not the end of the world. But, you know, we we're still committed to, to, to this. And we, we felt really awful about it. And especially Ajani. Um, about, you know, letting everyone down and we don't, we don't like feeling that we don't want to do that, but, um, you know, some things, sometimes things happened and, and that's okay. If we fall off the wagon, it's okay. We can get back on. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, Chris. <laughs> yes. I just, sorry. I was, I was dazing out because I don't know. It, it really does. It makes me feel bad when, um. I, I have a commitment and then I'm yes. I'm missing it mm-hmm. and then I'm taking it out of myself. Um, and, you know, that, yeah, that was really I'm difficult. Sure so of... I'm hoping that, you know, with our, with a structure that, you know, we can do better. Yeah, we, do better. And we will do better. That's, and I, you gotta think positive. And I get, again, I hope that it would help um, more people to attempt to get into a structure you may not mm-hmm. you know you may not be able to do it um just right off the bat but you can start by writing down a schedule mm-hmm. and i think i'm gonna uh, read off the schedule yes. uh, that i i'm at chris did you have something else to no say? you want to jump into the schedule yeah i just okay. wanted to read off the schedule that yeah i think that's good for everyone to hear <clears throat> sort of what what sort of schedule will look like for at least for you yeah so you want to put the things that you're going to do in the morning, even uh, times that you're going to be eating. So, let's see. I have 7 a.m. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to brush my teeth. Uh, I'm going to uh, wash my face and, you know, get ready for the day. And I think 7 is when you go running, right, Chris? That's when I, yes, I okay. try to leave the house. So, maybe I should try to wake up at 6 a.m.? Do you wake up at 6 a.m.? I wake up at 6 Oh, okay. So six, I guess... six, between six, six, fifteen. <laughs> oh, so I guess I'm moving my schedule back to accommodate you. You don't okay, have well, to. See, I was. Okay. It's like I said, you don't have to. No, I wanna, I wanna be able to walk with you. So, I'll, I'll start my day at six a.m. and then I can end it at four. 
what, right? Nine hours. I guess I can do this like a nine to five. Just kidding. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so I'm, so yeah, that would be, I'm just going to keep with this so I don't get confused. So yeah, that would be 7 a.m. Then 8 a.m. I have, um, I take my, uh, eat my breakfast, um, and then I take my meds in that order. <laughs> and then I will scoop for the cats and then feed them. Or maybe, you know, feed them and then scoop, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then at 9 o'clock, that's when I would go for my walk. That's when I, I put that I would yeah. exercise. And then at 10 a.m., I would do a, a cool down. So just kind of um, kind of stretch mm -hmm. um, and rest, uh, shower if I want, hydrate, and begin cleaning um, the house. Mm -hmm. And then at 11 a.m., I would clean the dishes uh, pick a room to clean for the day, um, and I put uh, maybe uh, clean the the bathroom uh, or vacuum, mm -hmm. and then at twelve I just have lunch. Uh, lunch. So that's gonna be nap time, I think. <laughs> um, at one, uh, that's gonna be my arts and crafts. I'll probably do some uh, wreath making or just work on. You know, I just love doing all that stuff. Make a some origami. Um, so I'll work on that a little bit at one. And then at two, um, I'm going to do, so I have a short story free write. So I would just write whatever, basically, mm -hmm. <laughs> just a whatever short story, which I used to do all the time, you yeah. know, and I wouldn't do for anybody else, but just me. And it's because I felt like I had to, mm -hmm. and I, um, I still write, I write every day. I think it's more like, uh, poetry, because mm -hmm. I, I feel like that's shorter and I can just like, but I, I write every day. It's like I, I, I have to. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you may have something like that. Like I used to um, like doodle every day or something. But if you have something like that and you really want to develop it, I think a schedule is a good way to, to do that. Yeah. Because I always feel like I haven't written enough. So that's when I would do a free write. And then at, um, oh, that would actually be from 2 o'clock to 2.30 would be my free write. And then from 2.30 to 3.30 is when I would do short story revising. Because I have a lot of short stories that I need to revise. Mm -hmm. I love to just write them and be like, okay, well, I'll look at that later. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to revise them so that I can actually submit them to a magazine or publish them myself or, you know, get them ready for something. I want to do something with them and just hold on to them. Right. Um, and then at 4 p.m. would be my Spanish. So I have many avenues to doing that. I have short stories in Spanish, and I have Duolingo and flashcards. And, you know, so um, Spanish.com is, is a good place, too. Um, there's lots of free places that you can learn a language. Mm -hmm. And my brother has learned, my, my oldest brother has learned Spanish, um, uh, Mandarin Chine, uh, Chinese, um but uh, Korean, uh, I mean, it just so Russian. He's learned so many languages, and it's always made me so jealous because I'm like, oh my god, it's so easy. All he does, <laughs> all he used to do was he didn't he didn't buy any programs. He would just go to the bookstore and then buy a book, buy a phrase book, and then he would go look for people to talk to online or or talk to people in real life, and then he would know the language, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, how? You know, <laughs> I think talking to people is the hardest thing. But, you know, when I married Chris, I said, oh, now it's going to be easy to learn <laughs> Spanish. But, you know, 
he doesn't speak it to me he just speaks it to his parents you know so mm-hmm. but anyway <laughs> that's the background of the spanish so i, I really want to get into that so four o'clock will be that time and then at 5 p.m um start dinner um and then i'm able to watch a tv show um or or netflix show by then so i'm i'm starting dinner because chris is hungry i don't know if 5 p.m is good for you chris that's fine if oh, dinner is ready by six i think it's just 4 30 i'm sorry that's the spanish is from 3 30 to 4 30 <clears throat> and then from 4 30 to 5 30 is when i start dinner so okay. it can be ready by five so you're saying you're gonna be watching your show while you're doing dinner which i always do like <laughs> and that's why it takes <laughs> i'm always watching something just like chopping that's <laughs> why it takes forever for dinner to be ready and that's my schedule and then uh chris and i have well, of course, we have different schedules because Chris is working, but we have... And sometimes I have work outside of my regular work. Mm-hmm. So. But we have Monday... On Mondays, we're going to have borderline idealist... Discussions. M- yeah, meetings. meetings. Meetings where we can talk about uh, future episodes Topic or... ideas. Yeah, just get stuff together. And then on Tuesday, we can actually sit down and try to record the episode so we can... That's something that we're always talking about, too. Yes. To have an early episode. Like, record episode, you know, not like one or two days earlier. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, if, we, if we did it, like, every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And we tried this. You know, if we did it every Tuesday, we were like, well, you know, if we don't want to record an episode of this, we can be like, eh, put on one of the ones that we recorded and just put into our library that we haven't released. <laughs> but, you know, we just can never seem to do that. So, hopefully. because we've been lacking structure. Yes. So Monday will be our meetings, and then Tuesday will be our recording. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my schedule. And then looking at it, I feel like I still haven't covered everything I need to do. I was well. <laughs> one thing that I was going to mention was or that I do. that I did in my readings <clears throat> was about scheduling, socializing, uh, structuring time to socialize. And I didn't see that in your schedule. Um, and I know it's not your favorite thing. You tend to be antisocial. Uh, but I I do I'm believe Antisocial. That I'm just, you know. Introverted. Okay, whatever. Just, <laughs> you, are, you know you are antisocial. If you talk to me, I'll talk to you, I guess. But I mean, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> well, that's, but that is one thing that I think we do need to structure in, in our lives. Because... And it's not just for you, it's for me as well, you know. One thing that's nice is that I have my really close friends kind of understand me and they, and I think that's, this is true for all, you know, friends. If they if they love you and under, they understand you, they know, you know, some time can go by without talking, but they're not going to hold that against you because, you know, they're busy, you're busy, things happen. Kind of like with you and Billy, right? But like for me, um, my best friend and I sometimes will have a video chat. So we both work from home. So sometimes she'll call me uh, and we just spend the afternoon video chatting and I'm, I'm still working and doing my job. Um, and, you know, sometimes she'll have to hang up because she has to do something specific. But it's a nice social oh, moment well, that we have. I think I think right now I'm uh, I think I'm mad at my best friend right now because I sent him a text and he didn't text me back. And so I'm just I'm kind of holding on to that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think, I think seriously, like I sent him a text about long division. I was just like, why are you didn't send me anything oh. back? And then like, um, yesterday he sent me a text about like, uh, 
he was making fun of like flat earth and stuff because we were talking about that one day and he sent me that. I was like, oh, really? So now you're just going it, to, it's BPD stuff. Like, I just have to be like, yeah. I, I, I have to be like, look, just reply to that text message or, or text him something or reach out to him. Of course he didn't, he's not trying to hurt you. But it, mm -hmm. it just always like sneaks in my brain like, wow, I thought you were my friend. <laughs> right. Well, you didn't answer my one text. It, you understand. <laughs> you answer all the other ones, but not this one. You know, sometimes things <laughs> happens. We, we miss texts or we, I've, I've felt that because sometimes a friend will text me and it's like a day or two before I can get back because I'm just so overwhelmed with whatever's happening in my life. I maybe see that I received the text from a person, but I'd never open it. Or, oh man, we got an email for, um, from somebody for our um, DBT skills group. Mm -hmm. And I thought I responded to her. And then when I went to check before the group, it was still in my drafts. And so I had to send out one day late. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then I went on Discord and I found him like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I just, I, I know how people, you know, with BPD, how that feels. Like you just feel like forgotten. Like right. you're like, wow, I put in my time to, you know, reach out to you and connect and, you know, but, but she understood. But yeah. It's just. And that's, you just have to remember, you know, that's sort of a black and white thinking. Mm -hmm. and, and it's okay if people can get busy or distracted. But that doesn't mean they don't love you and they don't care for you. Now, if it happens all the time where, you know, you're reaching out to people constantly and they're always ignoring your calls or text messages, then that's, that can be a problem, mm -hmm. right? If there's an yeah. established pattern there, but every, you know, every so often. But so I was going back to the, the structuring socialization. I think it is uh, a, something that we should implement, especially you. Um, I, well, I, well, I don't know why I said especially you. Why especially me? Um, because you don't talk to your friends. No, okay. <laughs> no, but it's weird because since we've been together, I've never really... I've only met one friend of yours, if you recall. And... That's not true. You met my sibling? Friend. I'm trying to think if you have... Well, you met... Okay, you met my best friend's boyfriend he's mm -hmm. kind of he's no. kind of a friend okay, by association. No. i stand by my point wow, the thing else? is no but no but my point that I'm, I'm making think, is that the, the, my, the point that i'm making is that <laughs> it's weird because i don't ever hear you talking about your friends and then the other thing too is that sometimes you do well in the about billy sometimes with you and billy and, and yes and, besides billy is my oh point. okay i'm so sorry i need more than one friend okay. no but my point is that i've heard you talk about you know, a friend from high school that reached out on Facebook or something. So it, it, whenever you that has come up and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I guess he he does have friends or people that he knows from high school or from his past. He doesn't talk to them anymore, which is understandable. I don't talk to anybody. A lot of people from my high school years, but there are other people that I talk to from my more more recent years and socializing. I think we are social creatures. So I think that we do get some benefit from that socialization because we have other people to reach out to, to connect with, to make us feel more tethered to this world. Especially when you feel depressed and you feel like, you know, there's nothing here for you and there's yeah. no reason for you to be around. And I, I, you know, really with my, my best friend, we don't even really talk about my BPD or any of that stuff. And I kind of like that because at least, I, you know, I can call them and I, you know, have called them and said, you know, I don't, you know, I, I'm a little depressed or something, but mm -hmm. I can call them and talk about something other than, you know, the, the BPD stuff. Right. Um, but I think 
what you're saying is you've only you've met my closest friend and of course you know i have close friends but i have i have other types of friends i have online friends um that you know i i see online and and talk to but i don't really uh haven't seen them like in in real life Mm -hmm. um and then i have friends you know on my facebook yeah from my from like high school or college and you know those are kind of like you're not you kind of just share stuff and you like and kind of talk and you know but it um it's not too too close you know Mm -hmm. so i think that's what i i like about it um and mm? i'm sorry oh yeah go on I was gonna say I I do apologize because I have met some of your friends. Now that I'm thinking about it, oh, I'm like, <laughs> that was just my mem- my last of memory. Um, well, it, they were work friends. We did hang out with some of your work friends early on in our relationship. Oh yeah, I do. Th- and Micaiah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that even that that's like another subclass of friends because I do that. I'll go to a job and then uh, I'll I'll make friends with people. Usually not because I want to, but because. Um, and, it, and it's weird. It's like they'll be attracted to me because of I said something sarcastic or something. Uh, and sometimes I'm just like, uh, like at my last job, uh, I said something and the girl's like, oh my God, I love you. We should be friends. What's your face? Like, oh my God. And you're gay. Oh my gosh. We should go to the club. Like, girl, I'm not going to the club. You know, I, I will be nice to people. I'll be, yes, I, I will hang out with them, maybe go to a restaurant or something, but I, now that I've left that job, I see him on Facebook, but that's about it. Like, I just, it's like, um, it's not like I, I hate them. I didn't even really hang out or go to clubs with them, really, or, or hang out with them outside of work because um, I wasn't, like, close, close to them. Well, there's different types of friends. There are work, just work friends. There are very yes, close friends that are more like, clarify. that are more like family, mm-hmm. like Jessica. And there are others that are, you know, kind of party friends. Or some that are just hangout friends with particular activities like hiking. <laughs> They're fun time friends. <laughs> no, I mean like you, you take them to the fair or something like fun time friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, know, you all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, but that's where, um, that's what I'm kind of like talking about. I, I want to talk about, um, because you were touching on this uh, with developing a schedule. Like telling you guys how to develop your own mm-hmm. schedule. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm just going to read this. It says to get out a blank sheet of paper or print out a weekly calendar. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> start by planning out tomorrow. Write the day of the week on top of the sheet. Duh. Below list waking hours in one hour intervals. If you wake up at 7 a.m., for example, start at 7 and list all the hours of the day until your bedtime. Okay, mm-hmm. I did that. <laughs> Fill in any planned activities or appointments you have already scheduled. So that would be like with your psychiatrist, psychologist, or, mm-hmm. you know, dentist, or, you know, you go meet your mom every Monday at this restaurant to talk about, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, stuff. I don't know. Who does that? Um, fill in one remaining blank, blank space for self-care activities, such as going for a walk, Going to the gym or taking a relaxing bath. Tea time. I think mine is uh, going for the walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, feeling meal times. So I, I did that. Hopefully we'll have dinner around 6. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have lunch at 12. 
And maybe Chris and I can have lunch together. If yeah, that would be nice. Do that 12. Before I go back to the office. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then fill in another remaining blank space with productive activities, such as cleaning the house, going to the grocery store, or paying your bills. Um, going to the grocery store, I would do that with Chris. Um, paying the bills, Chris pays the bills. Cleaning the house. Okay, well, I guess we can both do that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we have... We have talked about that, me going to the grocery store myself. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I I have just got into the the habit of just going shopping with you. It feels like it, it feels better to do it to, to people because you may not get anything but vegetables. And I have to be there. <laughs> I have to be there to remind... Or you may not get anything that's but oranges. I'm like, Chris, we need plums. We need peaches. No, that's not We need true. nectarines. I, I've learned what you like. So I'm always... Cons- grapefruit. I'm always need- considering what you want from our grocery list. Yeah, well, I like to be there. So that's that's a. Uh, um, it says fill in another with an activity that connects you with other people, and, and that's what you were talking about. Yeah. yeah, this could be calling a friend, mm-hmm. getting together with someone for dinner, mm-hmm. or going to a supportive meeting. So yeah. I think I think mine would be you know every other Sunday we have the um, our DBT skills group, mm-hmm. and that's. Uh, really great and really fun and then you know we eat dinner together usually i think always we eat dinner together right not always not always okay usually whatever i think it varies. I my cats it va- no it varies because of this crazy schedule that you've been having sometimes you'll eat you know around three so by the time yeah. i'm ready to eat dinner at six you're not hungry mm-hmm. so uh, yeah that's one of the things that i've sort of have not been liking is that we don't even have like lunch together. We don't have dinners together. We don't have breakfast together. Oh my god! How much time do you want to spend with me? This is great. I want to spend more time with you. Let's <laughs> go to work together. No, but uh, those are sort of you know activities that mm-hmm. do join people. You know, it's a time for you to spend together. That's sort of just free time without um, any expectations mm-hmm. or. And it can it can give you a boost. You know, during your day, I mean, not just connecting with someone, but connecting with someone that you care for, you know, it's kind of, it's mutual. All right. And so fill in a remaining blank space with an activity that brings you, brings your life more meaning. For example, attending a church service, volunteering, or helping a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Boring. Uh, Let me see. Do I have uh, that brings more meaning? I... I don't know if my writing would, but I do want to volunteer. Um, I do want to set aside a time, I think, to to meditate. I feel mm. like I can do that while I'm walking. I feel like that is kind of a med- meditation. But I think mm-hmm. that maybe we should have a time where we can just have silence mm-hmm. and just meditate. You know, after the walk, it could be done. Yeah, I think after the walk would be good. So that would be um, something that we can do to focus on on mindfulness, and then that will bring our life meaning mm-hmm. <laughs> i think i think when it says bring the life meaning it's not just talk it's not just talking about something for you but doing something for other people mm-hmm. so well that's okay so there's man wait a minute i gotta talk to somebody else here's the... and then i gotta do something for other people I mean, what? Wait a okay repeat so... for each day of a week it every doesn't day. even okay so volunteering <laughs> Like I was thinking, one of the things that I've noticed is that in our in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. somehow there there's always a lot of like trash in the mm. streets. Yeah. So one of the things that I was thinking about doing was 
Um, and so I'm supposed to have five wo- uh, workout days and then two time off days. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking maybe on one of my time off days, I can do a walk, just a walk instead of an actual or jogging. And then just take a trash bag with me and collect whatever trash I come across. And that's volunteering. I'm cleaning the community. I'm making it look nicer. And then I also feel good because I'm helping our place, our area look nice. Yeah, that would be good. Um, so that's, you know, that I think that's I, an enriching thing that... Um, I really would like to work. I mean, I, I'm not crazy about dogs or anything, but working at a, <laughs> um, a humane society mm-hmm. or um, with animals... Even, I think some um, pet hospitals and veterinarians have have volunteering opportunities. So, if it was for cats or, um, I don't know, maybe I could volunteer to, uh, I've heard about, you know, some people that have um, immune uh, problems or they're older. Um, They don't want to, like, scoop the poop because uh, Mm -hmm. of the cats because it's... Uh, of course, only cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they don't want to scoop it because you know if yes. you can contact it or someone who's pregnant, so you can you know volunteer to help them with that. Mm-hmm. Or you know, I just thought about this. Our roommates told us about this that there's an app that will connect you to um, colorblind people, and it'll actually they'll take a picture of something and ask you to tell them the color of it. And you can tell them, mm-hmm. and it's just volunteering. And I thought that was that's amazing. Yeah. Or you know, I do seven cups too. You but do I, do that I feel like I regularly. want to do that more, but I, I feel like I do it once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and they let you kind of develop a schedule, but Seven Cups is a um, mental health community where you can have basically like peer-to-peer uh, counseling or just support where you have like a listener and then a... There's also other, like we have a local organization that um supposed to reach out to or help people with mental health related issues. You can do volunteer work through there, through the organization NAMI, like speaking engagements or talking to youth. That I think that's, um, you know, all those, there's a lot of different things that you can do to volunteer. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is that, you know, doing those things will, it's, and it's enriching because not only does it make you feel better about yourself, mm-hmm. you're doing something productive and for sort of like the greater good type of thing you know mm-hmm. so it makes you it not only does it make you feel well but it also helps with that idea of um being part of something grander or um giving life more meaning than just our own everyday existence yeah so i i think you know i need to add some i think some some kind of volunteering i do want to have some kind of a I was thinking about yoga. I, see, I've been thinking about a lot of things, but will I do it? Will I do it? <laughs> well, this is something that, you know, you have a first graft of your uh, agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something you can always add to it. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're not sure what you want to do right now, mm-hmm. that shouldn't stop you from starting your routine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So just start with what you got. And then as you progress, you can add to it. You can subtract whatever you feel is not working for you. Hmm. And just, you know, make it your own. Yeah. You, and you don't have to do everything that Ajani's laid out here. You know, his routine that he went out. Structure yours to where it fits your needs. Um, and it's going to improve, help improve yourself. Yeah. And what you feel like you're, you're able to do. Mm-hmm. Another thing I, I do... 
is put a lot of expectations on myself and say, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 I'm going to do this and then this, you know, and then it just becomes too much. Yes. So be realistic. I feel like my schedule is realistic, but I also feel looking at it that it needs more. So I feel like I just want to add more <laughs> and just wedge in 30 minutes here for this. And um, But I think it's even okay to, you know, take different days to do different things. Mm-hmm. Um but it, it does help having somebody uh, beside you. You see them doing it or somebody doing doing it with you. Yes. So, yes, yeah, starting tomorrow, I'm just going to do little um, recordings of everything that I do on my schedule. Um, what I'm doing, what I, what I did do, and how it's making me feel. And hopefully if you have written out a schedule or you're thinking about writing out a schedule or one time you wrote out a schedule and then you threw it away and then you <laughs> went back to the trash and you got it and then you put it underneath your bed and now you remember that it's there and you're gonna look at it again perhaps you'll do it <laughs> or maybe it might take you one or two or three weeks but you know i i'm still i'm pushing my, myself you know i'm saying yes i can do this i know i can do this i know i want to do this and you know i i really cannot wait until you know they are habits that just feel um good and i feel like i'm actually doing not not just something every day but i'm doing um things that i feel like matter every day i'm Mm -hmm. I'm putting time away to to write and to work on this and that and just make it a little bit easier right and that's uh something that we've discussed about is the added benefits to these structured things is that um one of the things that i read was that it it helps in that it helps predict life so predicting what's happening next uh for someone can be well predicting what's happening next for someone that can be easily thrown into a black and white thinking it can provide stability that assists in emotional regulation so, you know, you're, we're focusing on what, you know, with our I, thinking of structures, like we're focusing on, we're going to be able to accomplish this. It's going to make me feel better because of this. But then the added benefit to that is with people who deal with BPD is that it can also help and regulate emotions, right? And when something goes wrong, goes bad or something, it can make it a little bit easier into moving away from the black and white thinking or uh, falling into depression, because, I mean, you know how easy it is to fall into depression, mm-hmm. right? When something goes not your way. Yeah. But having these structures, this repetition in the long run is going to be like, well, yeah, that happened. That was shitty. But tomorrow's a new day, like we, like I said earlier, you know, and it can be better. And it, it helps you. I think it also because it, in your mind, you're already trained to think, well, this was a really shitty thing that happened. But you know what? I have this next thing I need to do in an hour. I need to focus on that. So it kind of guides your focus as well and keeps you moving forward as, as opposed to staying in that, that feeling of um, depression or isolation or whatever that may be. Yeah. And I, I just feel it will feel so good to say, Hey, I did something today. I did a lot of things today. You know, I, I wanted to write and I did. And just to be able to speak Spanish, all this stuff would just be so amazing. I'm getting scared because this is what I say before I just start quitting stuff. So <laughs> just I think that's why it it's scary too. But yeah. 
you know, it, it's important to attempt it and, and to try. Because like you said, Chris, I do have habits in a, in a schedule, you know, and, you know, I can develop a new one. Mm-hmm. So, And it's not about, um, you know, as, as we said, it's not about this is like an end all be all type of thing. You know, this is just another tool that people can use. Right. And it's meant to be sort of like another building block that you're adding to your arsenal to help you deal with things with your with your emotions. And it somebody else's or also analogize it to it being like a dam, you know, where um, where people can make a, that would make a framework of emotions um then BPD experiences like a, a dam that is actually fails to hold back the water, right? So when we have BPD, the dam breaks and all mm. of the emotions come flooding in. But when you have a a structure and you have DBT skills that you're implementing, those are building blocks to build reinforce that dam to keep it from calling, you know, breaking through. Now yeah. you may have some water that comes over mm-hmm. sometimes, which is fine, but it's all about building yourself up and preparing yourself for um things that come that relate to bpd yeah i i think it's great to work on uh self-esteem and self-care mindfulness um all those things to help you understand your emotions understand how you're feeling and to also feel really good about yourself and that's what makes me excited i'm like oh i think i'm gonna feel good about myself when i do this stuff i know i will mm-hmm. i hope i can do it <laughs> but you know um so i'm gonna challenge everybody to at least l- listen to the podcast as i do things but i do challenge you to at least come up with a schedule if you can't write it down then think about a schedule you know just <laughs> consider it what would my no, schedule I challenge, be like i challenge everyone to write it down because I'm a firm believer. You know this. I've told you many times. <laughs> See, I'm just easy. I'm just like, you can just think about it, no. guys. <laughs> thinking about it. No, well, thinking about it is very elusive. It's like ethereal. You know, it can it can be in there and then it goes away. It disappears. But writing it down, you make it physical. You That's bring like, it into the physical world. It just reminds me of like what your friends say. You're like, hey, you need to make a budget or something. You ask them the next day about the budget. You say, oh, yeah, it happened in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I do that too. Yes. Yeah, I kind of did the budget in my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, but for real, challenge yourself to write it down. It's just yeah. paper. You don't have to... You don't have to do everything. Maybe you maybe you write an ideal wish list of your routine, mm-hmm. and then you say, you know what, that's a lot, but I can do these five steps, and that's a routine right yeah. there. And then you can add to it as you get more comfortable with well, it. Well, I'm I'm gonna do my schedule. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what anybody else is gonna do, but I'm gonna do my schedule, okay. Chris. And if you can't keep up, then I'm gonna leave you behind. Okay, <laughs> and if y'all can't keep up, I'm gonna leave you behind. Okay, I'm gonna be doing mine. Okay. Okay, and if I don't, really then excited. I'm going to hear about other people doing their schedule. Like, Where are you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> oh, yeah, and if you have one, you know, feel free to share it with it on our on our face Facebook group or wherever you follow us online. Yeah, and about how maybe that'll encourage other people to to do their own. Yeah, your schedule or or how you do follow a schedule. Have you ever thought about following a schedule? We'd always love to hear from any of you guys on Facebook, Instagram, Discord. Our email, borderlineidealist at gmail.com. Um, what else do we have, Chris? 
um, Discord. Discord, which, I said. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot. But, <laughs> so I'm I'm excited. It's um gonna be good for me, I'm sure. Um we've we've cleaned up a lot of things, right, Chris? When the appraiser came, we oh cleaned gosh. up a lot of things in the house. And so It I was have, mostly me, guys. I mean, come on, you know that. And I, I have my, my desk in the living room is cleaned off. So and you finally moved to the living room? Moving forward? Okay. Yes, my desk okay. in, the, in the living room is cleaned off, so I'm going to be... I, I used to work in the in the bedroom. Like, I would wake up and then just be in the bedroom doing all my arts and crafts and writing, just never even move you know from the oh, bed yes. you know it's just it to the point where i think there was just like a dent here right like yeah. in the <laughs> in the mattress it was just like where i sit um and so my my psychologist told me that i need to get out of the bed and only use the bed for sex and sleep yes. and i'm like well at least i'm getting one of those <laughs> for myself <sighs> um anyway <Wow>. so <laughs> but yes yeah, so i'm i'm challenging myself to do that i mean I have done this before. We have done this before, mm-hmm. challenging ourselves, and that's okay. Um, but never giving up is something that I have to believe in because I feel like it is something that I can do. I'm my own worst enemy, you know. But the more times that you try and attempt, you know, the better chance of success that you have. Yes, that's very true. Now, one thing that I do want to um cover very quickly is about um having a clutter-free zone um i i've mentioned in the podcast and to agent many times before about me the physical emotional toll that clutter takes on me and how it can really be depression too. and how i'm just fine with that i'm peachy i'm peachy with <laughs> well i don't know you say that but you know, how, how do you know that doesn't contribute to also your inability to maintain a schedule or well, um, to do all these things? Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. Cat fight. Cat hey, fight. Be quiet. Okay. so See, they need a schedule. So that's one one other thing to consider is just, um, you know, your house, your car, cupboards. Um, it, should, it should be flow smoothly. And obviously there will be a mess, but the more ordered things are, the more ordered things are in your mind as well yeah i, I think, think i think that is very true um my brother told me that one time when he um he came by um to visit me and then my apartment was just like a mess and like clothes everywhere and stuff and i really just didn't care nobody was coming to see me i'm just like you know mm-hmm. he's like well this kind of shows how you you feel about yourself on the inside you know so it, at least you know if you clean up your area it just makes you feel a little bit better yeah <laughs> the cats do not like cleaning chris they do not like that idea hey. <laughs> it's it, yeah i've always um sort of believed and i think it was more it just being preached to me about how uh it sort of reflects how yeah like you said it reflects how you feel inside or it, it just um it, it it reflects your inner in your inner self I yeah think. that you you may not 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 care about you know when you don't care about how things are it's probably because you're just um what's that called uh apathy you know just or you're just kind of indifferent Apathetic, yeah. yeah just kind of in, indifferent to it but you know i if you're looking around your room right now and you see that it's sturdy yes when you finally clean it up when you finally decide to clean it up dust mop do all that stuff 
it does feel amazing. You know, it, it really does. Oh my gosh. But keeping it that way. Keeping it, is not, it that no, way. It is not that hard. <laughs> and that's the thing for me. It's like get, getting it clean is the hardest because it seems like an insurmountable mountain. Mm-hmm. How long have I been talking about organizing our spaces, right? And it, and it took this t- week before that hard deadline and something that needed to be done. I was like, okay, I just, I kicked it into high gear and I've done it. And now I feel like it's easier because it's like, okay, everything is in its place. Now we just have to remember to put things back in their place whenever we use them. <clears throat> yeah, I, well, we'll see what happens. You that know, means if you get a pane of tube from this drawer, it needs to go back in that drawer. Okay, well, we will see what happens. <laughs> we, we both have to be responsible for each other, correct? That's what marriage is. Yes, and that's what you're responsible. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for being with us with this this episode of structure um i hope that you will listen in um during this week when um you can keep up with my my schedule and maybe chris will show up from time to time so you're going to be posting it uh, at the end of the night at the end of the day one episode yeah i I believe so i just a little snippet you know at seven o'clock hey i woke up i'm taking a walk right now and just kind of keep you guys along with it so Mm -hmm. that not just it's not only to keep myself uh honest but also um you know we talked about how difficult it's been for us mm-hmm. so if i'm able to do it you know and report back what i'm doing and you know hopefully that will make somebody else say hey maybe i can do this <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right guys but well, thank you so much for uh, yeah like listening for con- coming back around after right, guys. A, a hiatus okay guys <laughs> I'm like, do I always say that when when they say when we say bye? It's like, yes, oh, all right, I think so okay, guys. <laughs> but we really appreciate you all sticking around with us and coming back, um, and continuing to follow us and and being part of our our journey and our growing <sighs> and learning Gosh, and yes, and we're glad to be a part of your um, podcast list. <laughs> yeah i hope i hope this episode really helps and motivates and inspires you into being a better version of yourselves i think we we all want i think we all innately strive for that but it's hard for us to get there sometimes yeah. so you know let's motivate each other and keep going Yay. all right we'll see you next next sunday bye have a good promise night. promise chris yes okay so if we don't You know who to hold responsible. (laughs) Not me, Chris. (laughs) All right. Bye. See you guys tomorrow.